Welcome back, folks, to Shift Ender Podcast. It's Drew McSalty here with Morton Salty. And today we're going to talk about EMS and fitness, what we can do to help maintain healthy lifestyles and body weight and mechanics and all such as that. Uh, Morton has uh, been doing quite a bit of physical activity, working out and weightlifting and things like that, so he's got quite a bit he can talk about. Stay tuned for talking about fitness. Alrighty, folks. What we want to talk about today is fitness and EMS and the different kinds of things you can do to help maintain weight or you know physical activity and things like that. Um, a lot of I know a lot of folks out there. They work at places that have stations and even me. You know, I worked for a fire department one time. Actually, had workout equipment there at the uh, at the building. I walked by it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Morton and I, we work for a service where there is no station where you're out running the roads all day. So it, it seems to me like it's a, it's a little bit harder at work to to do a lot of physical stuff that's, you know, outside of lifting and toting and stuff. But, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I look at the, the fitness tracker on my app, and I usually walk in a 24-hour shift about three and a half miles. Yeah, know. we do get our steps in. Plenty of steps, but it's just not like a you know a solid three and a half miles at a three mile an hour pace or anything. That's the thing. Yeah, where you're getting any kind of you know serious caloric burn, that that's probably not happening so much. But at least, I mean, we do try to offset the the sedentary. We run so many calls that we actually don't spend as much time in the truck as you would expect. Yeah, it's, it's in and out and in and out, but I guess nighttime it seems like we do a lot more of the back and forth, back and forth shuffle without ever a lot of driving. Yeah. Yeah, without ever getting a, a chance to relax, but I know, uh, like, when the weather is decent, if we get to a post or something, I don't mind to get out and walk around, but the problem is, it goes from freezing cold with winds blowing to 90 degrees within about 30 minutes around here. Yeah. It seems like spring and fall just don't last very long, so it's it's it, it's hard to find a good time to do it i mean when it's so cold you can barely stand it it's hard to walk around and then in the summertime you don't want to get soaked in sweat and then have to sit that for another 18 hours or something you know exactly so that usually means we're we just have to find time when we're off duty to fit in gym time or whatever kind of you know physical activity you want to take on um my schedule varies slightly because of the you know working the 24 but generally what i'll do is i'll after on my first day off after i've gotten a little bit of a nap in the morning i'll hit the gym you know around noon one o'clock and i like it then because there's not too many people down there and i'll get in there and i'll and i'll do my weights and everything and i'll talk about the program i do here in a minute and then on the second day off i usually hit it kind of early in the morning again because it's not too crowded because i don't like people and i don't like being around (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I just recently joined a gym a couple of weeks ago, and I've I've been faithful to it. I I've gone at least three times a week, you know, for these last two weeks. Uh, mine, where I live, the gym is not very close. It actually would be a lucrative thing if somebody would put one in the area where I live. But it's you know it's a good twenty five minute drive for me to get to the the gym. So I usually go on my way home from work because it's on the way. And, you know, I'll spend an hour or so doing some weightlifting and walking on a treadmill and things like that. But on my second day off, so I don't have to drive, you know, 40-mile round trip or whatever to get to the gym, I've been doing this like a good 
30 or 45 minute walk up and down my road. That's what I've been trying to do. So save a little yeah and it's outside too so you get some fresh air and whatnot you get to you know there's a little bit of extra exercise when you're jumping down the road to dodge cars i mean it's, it's that's it's true little, test your reflexes yeah and all that. I, where i live there is no shoulder of the road there is no sidewalk it's just you know avoid the potholes avoid the cars but that's that's what i've been doing so far i'm still kind of learning and tapping into morton's infra or uh, knowledge base on the, the lifting and things like that but I'm trying. I'm, 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 you know, Getting I'm not just momentum going. Is kind of once once you've got that established, you'll you're you'll be able to hang in there. That's kind of the, the hardest part is simply getting started. I mean, so far so good. I, I don't hate it when I'm at the gym. I mean, I'd much rather be sitting around eating a pizza, but, <laughs> but I don't absolutely hate being there. I have a good time. I mean, it's or I guess a good time. But I'm not just miserable the whole time. Let's put it that way good times kind of stretch but uh well sometimes you know to put it politely the sightseeing at the gym can be kind of nice indeed indeed you know occasionally you'll get to see something that's that doesn't look like it just came out of walmart pajamas you know so there's that but um aside from the exercise and the physical activity and the weightlifting and things like that something else i really struggle with is what i eat I find myself going to things that are high in carbs and energy, that kind of stuff, you know, and just where it, well, the way I was raised and the way I, when I grew up is you ate what was on your plate, you cleared your plate, you know, and I would, as a kid, I would always go back for seconds because whatever my mom made was delicious, mm-hmm. but you know, and I still do it today. If, if you put four pieces of catfish on my plate and two mountains of mashed potatoes, I'm gonna wear it out. You know I mean? It doesn't matter. Whatever you can fit on that plate, I feel like I, I, it's my duty to eat it. <laughs> you know, starving kids in Africa or whatever. I just always felt like I should finish whatever gets put on my plate. And it's hard for me to do portion control. For one, I don't like salads. I don't like the smell of salad dressing. It kind of makes me nauseous. So, And just eating lettuce by itself. Lettuce, is, lettuce has one purpose. It's, it's to be placed on a cheeseburger. But <laughs> other than that, I, it's hard for me to find healthy things to eat. You know, I could eat raw carrots or something or, you know, a turkey sandwich and things like that. But I just don't want to eat the same freaking thing every day, all day. And I don't like eating cold food every time, you know, either. So it's, I like a nice warm meal, but it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, when you stop at a, a fast food or even at the hospitals and stuff, it's hard not to find something that's, or it's hard to find something that's not just fried. Yeah. I've kind of done the a, a pseudo version of the keto diet. We've we've not been super strict about it, but I'm not familiar with the keto or what it involves. Keto is basically people call it the primal diet too, but it's basically rocks and sticks or yeah, and possum. <laughs> oh yeah, now I've heard cook, possums. You can right. cook the possum any way you want. Right, right. But yeah, it's just uh, it's kind of like the low carb, and of course you you know you you avoid processed foods and sugar. Um, that's why you know. By processed foods, what do you mean? Anything that came in a box. Anything. Well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. There's, generally when you do your shopping at the grocery store, if you want to make your healthier choices, they say to run the perimeter of the store and stay out of the aisles. The aisles is where all the processed food is, everything that's been, anything that has any kind of extensive shelf life is going to be a processed food. 
you got a point there. I never even thought about that, but that's, you know, the, like, like let's say the food city that I, that lives, I live near. I mean, you go inside on the right, you've got your bakery slash, then you go into your fruits and vegetables section, and then you got like a back freezer section of seafood and meats, and then around to your dairy aisle. I mean, that, that makes sense. All the boxed crap and all that's all in the middle. I never and even. Crackers and cereals and all that stuff. Is, I never even thought about that. So, um, I'm I'm lucky in that, unlike Mr. McSalty here, I'm not a picky eater, and I'll eat <laughs> anything, and I'm also pretty adventuresome, and I, I like, you know, like, kind of fermented type foods and stronger smelling foods, and when I bring them to work, I try to eat them outside the truck, because I know you hate them, and you don't <laughs> like the way they smell, and, you know, every now and then I'll see him, like, giving the side eye, I'm like, yeah, he can... He thinks that's that's weird, but, you know. <laughs> but I, I'm just that's always how I've been. I, you know, I, it doesn't bother me a bit to try something different. Um, but well, that's good for you. I'm glad that you get to eat all that kind of stuff and enjoy it, because you know I, I feel like I eat a lot of different things, but really and truly, it's all kind of the same kind of fried, processed stuff. You know, and there's nothing real variety. <laughs> Whether you get it from Stouffer's or Banquet, it's still a turkey and gravy meal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes no difference which one you get. But being on this for, uh, we've been doing it pretty steadily for uh, five, six months now, I guess. And, um, I mean, it's been beneficial for me. I've noticed that I my, my joints would ache all the time. That's a lot better. Um, I also quit alcohol 100% last August, so that was... That's where, you know, the weight loss came from, was just getting that sugar and carbs and just junk out of my system, and I, I feel really fantastic since doing that. Um, my wife's lost some weight, too. She's lost about 20 pounds, and she's lost several inches off her waistline, and she and she's still, you know, she's still trending down. She's really happy with that. Does she go to the gym with you? She does. She follows pretty much the same training program I do. Mine's a little more intensified just because I'm stronger, and I don't have rheumatoid arthritis, but she's, she's doing the, the same programming that I'm doing. That's good. It, it that's one thing. It, it's it's kind of I kind of like exercising on my own, but at the same time, like especially for the weightlifting thing, I kind of wish there was somebody with me cuz I don't a, a I don't know what I'm doing, but B, you know, just kind of a motivational kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And somebody I mean, I guess you kind of get to take a break too while they're doing theirs and then you do yours and back and forth. So. Yeah, if you got somebody who can be a spotter who you can kind of trade off with, that's nice, especially if somebody is somewhat knowledgeable and they can help you correct your form and and, and be consistent on that and that's that's been my biggest thing is just learning correct form and being you know just accurate on you know squats particularly squats which are you know probably my probably my least favorite uh, exercise but they're just it's such a good overall body workout that it, it's silly to leave them out yeah you know you would think especially with uh, as expensive healthcare and things are these days and I'm sure there's probably some that do, but you, you would think like the services and places that we work would want you or encourage, you know, like here's a discount to a gym membership or here's a here's our own personal gym. I mean, the company we work for, plenty big enough to have their own gym. Oh, yeah. There at, where, at, at our little AOC that we go to to get the ambulance and stuff. Even if you had to build something offsite or something, you know, I mean, there's 300 plus employees let's say 25% of them utilize that 75 people. I mean, 
Yeah, I would I would utilize an old school weightlifting gym style. I mean, I think the one I go to, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's all pretty much for lifters, and it's straightforward, simple, and really that equipment. It's not that expensive, and you can you can find it used for just a fraction of the price. Oh yeah, I mean sets of weights and things like that. And if it was at work too, I mean you could come in an hour, hour and a half early or whatever you wanted to do, and have some showers and stuff where people could get dressed and whatnot. I mean, you could come in before work. Cause I tell you right now, the reason, one of the reasons that I do my gym stuff like right after work, even though we've been up for twenty six, twenty seven hours at that point. When the sun first comes up and I get that shot of vitamin D, that's the most energy I have that whole first day off. Because so go ahead and attack it right then and there. Yeah, because I feel the best when I'm when I'm doing it in the morning right after I work. I mean, otherwise, I'm just whooped. Because if I sit down that day, I'm done. I'm either I, either I have to take a nap or I ain't getting back up. Yeah. It's hard, and I do have a hard time when I, I've tried going right after work because the gym is so close to the house, but I'm usually just too tired. I don't get quite that same oomph that you seem to get. I'm a little more like, oh, I just need to lay down. I just, I can't focus. And like I said, I've, I've gone a handful of times immediately after, but that's only been when we were actually got rest at work overnight, which is so rare. Yeah, I went uh, last shift. Morton took off, jackass. and um, I was sick. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and... Uh, I went right after work, and the sun I actually got off a little early because the person I was working with got off early. But I went before the sun came up, and my goodness, I could not get motivated. I was just sluggish. I was falling asleep on the drive over there, the drive home after that. I mean, it was just blah. So for me, and that's one thing about the gym that I go to, it's got a lot of windows and stuff. And I find it odd. A lot of the people don't work out near the window. I don't know if they think people are looking in on them because it's – the, the shopping center that it's in is not, like, heavily populated. There's not a whole bunch of people going by, especially at 8.30 in the morning. But hmm. I like to sit next to the window and just look out while I'm, like, you know, pushing weights and things like that. Or if I'm riding a treadmill or something like that, I like to look outside instead of just... Yeah, that's how ours is. ...watching the news or whatever's on TV. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the row machines where I go is, like, right alongside a main drag, so you can just kind of see everybody come you know within three feet of hitting the building and yeah, it's kind of, kind of exciting <laughs> kind of like get your heart rate up you well know? yeah it, do some some people watching things like that but anyway that's our discussion on fitness so stand by for some more all right folks we're back with you we want to talk about something else here real quick something that uh here comes the salty <laughs> here comes some salt so just go ahead and get ready um I know you've seen a lot of places that do this, and our company is no different. Uh, they've come out with these therapy dog teams. That's what I hear. Yeah. Um, I don't know if these dogs hand out Xanax and Zoloft or <laughs> I think it, I think work. you're supposed to, to pet it and feel better, not kick it like some people have suggested. Well, see, that's what, like, what one of our coworkers were saying. He was like, we were making fun of this dog team because it was like, I don't, I don't get it, you know, because... We're we're like your typical class or type A personality, all the way. There's no deviation, you know. <laughs> we put the K in compassion, you know what I mean. <laughs> and one of our other brethren, we were talking about one morning. And he was right after his 24-hour shift, and we were making fun of this uh, dog team thing. Like, you know, what in the world point is this? And and he he brought up. He goes, well, you know, he goes. 
I never have punched a dog in the face. Maybe it does work. You know? <laughs> so, it makes me feel better. I'm not sure if that's how it works, but it, I'm game to give it a try if we need to. <laughs> now, before people get their niggers in a big old twist, I have two dogs. They're good dogs. Well, one kind of gets on my nerves, but my, my one dog, particularly, like, she's my buddy. She's a great dog. I love her to death. You know, I would go into a burning building to get her out. So I don't dislike dogs. This is one of those things where in corporate EMS, a bunch of higher-ups who get paid an absorbent amount of money are like, I know what we need to make our employees feel better. Screw raises, screw better working conditions, screw going off-duty on time. We're going to bring them a cuddle, buddy. Yeah, because nothing nothing makes you feel better, you know, being two or three hours past your off-duty time than, than a dog. You know, the thing about the dog is I guarantee you, it's going to crap, and then one of us is going to step in it on our way out the door after 27 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I, the the people that sit in the air-conditioned offices that won't let us have, you know, decent uniforms to wear when it's 95 degrees outside, here's your dog. Yeah, that should fix it. That should that should fix everything. Yeah, if they, uh, if they want us to, you know, feel better... How about let me go home and I'll, I'll just see my own dog. My dog's always happy to see me when I get into the house and, you know, greets me happily. So, yeah, let's just let's just maybe hire enough people and retain them will be even better so that, you know, we can go home at the end of the 24. Well, we're at it. Why don't we just rent one of those bouncy houses and a ball pit? You know, we can just. We, oh, we, yeah. And snow cones. You know, we could we could we just could have a field day. We in a dunking booth. Supervisor in the dunking booth would not be bad. It's, it depends. Is the dunking booth got lava in it instead of water? I'm thinking battery acid. Battery acid would be okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let us know. Uh, hook us up on the shiftenderpodcast at gmail.com or shiftenderpod on Twitter. Tell us what you think about uh, therapy dogs. Is it good? Is it bad? I'm not going to be offended by whatever you say, but it doesn't mean I'm going to agree with it. Because we, we don't care. At the end of the day, I don't care. If they brought the therapy dog to me right now, I'd say, yeah, I'm going to go run a call instead of dealing with this dog. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get uh, some quick shout-outs in real quick before we head off for the day. I uh, want to give a big shout-out to Kevin at Kevin's Podcast Show. Uh, some witty political banter and whatnot. Um also, uh, Derek's Heretics. He talks about paranormal and aliens and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, once again, it's Shift Enter Podcast at Gmail or Shift Enter Pod on Twitter. And we'll see you in the next one.